welcome, welcome to newness. Yay! You got it almost correctly. Yeah, I mean, you really slowed down. I did. I did. Well done. We, that was that was like that was that's that was like seventy five percent. I think that's pretty good. That's I pretty good. I say. Good. Yeah, we only beat ourselves when we're actually in the same room, <laughs> and that was like ninety percent. That was like wow. That's the best ever yeah. we've done. I know. <laughs> World well, best. Um, yes. I'm Mo. I am Wendy. Yes, I claim that. Oh, okay. Because I've told you. I told you now. Did you, I did, tell you? You did tell I me. I think I told you. Was it last year that mm. I was earlier? Today. I'm going to just go with the Wendy thing because mm. you know the well. The government name is already out there in the world, so let's monetize this ish. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm always caught by surprise when you do it. I'm like, oh, saying, yes, oh, I know. She's, she's claiming. Amazing. She's claiming the government name. She's yeah. Saying, All right, and we are the Nigerian Nunas, and we're here for a very late, uh, late <laughs> recording of our March episode. Due to me, I I hold responsibility for that. It's been Don't a, blame yourself. It's been a crazy Listen. month. <laughs> actually thought we recorded what's the fucking reason i was like we've recorded right no we haven't right don't blame yourself my darling don't blame yourself simply because listen guys i mean i know you love us but technically if you're really missing us that much you should have told us on social media exactly one of our posts you should tell us you should tell us you love us and you miss us (laughs) because we are needy we want that we want that attention like think about yes that's (laughs) why you watch k dramas exactly for the attention uh Okay, just before we uh, continue, obviously we're going to do our usual talking about ongoing dramas and completed dramas. Just a heads up, I haven't completed any drama <laughs> this month. It's been quite busy. It's been a bit nuts for me, so I haven't been able to complete as many dramas as I wanted. I don't be able to watch as much dramas as I wanted, to be honest. Uh, but so Wendy's going to be taking that section by herself because well, she's finished something. Well, I only really completed one thing. So like you as well, uh, it's like, it, I think for most people who work in certain types of industry, March mm-hmm. is always going to be difficult because of the end of the financial year. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of other things that happen in March because people be crazy. Exactly. So, um so i have completed one show mm. and i've discarded a few more. <laughs> i will get to what you discarded uh just i'll just hit just a couple of new stories that uh i found interesting this week uh so i don't know if you remember we spoke about this during the time of the bullying scandals when everybody had a scandal about bullying when they were in school um mm. do you remember uh Pakie so she is the main actress well she was the main actress actress in age of youth that she had a drama coming out called dear m that she was her her bullying scandal came almost at the tail end okay wait um, let me let's be sure about this let me clarify this in my head mm-hmm. so is she the is was she the new girl who came in yes the, the new girl okay, the yes. one that did that shitty show afterwards one that did that shitty show afterwards, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love that we call it the shitty show. Uh, it is a shitty show. It is a shitty That's show. I put, uh, the name is escaping me at the moment. But That's because yes. the shitty show. It's, it's there's show no name. Exactly. It's because it's crap. Um, but her show, Dear M, was meant, it was meant to be like a comeback. And it was, you know, Vicky had already got the rights and it was like, it's coming soon. Um, but her scandal hit and it was actually found that she had a true. scandal? Yes, she did. I didn't know she had a bullying scandal. Oh yeah, she what, did. What was that bullying? Was it? Was she? I thought there was one that was they were talking about that she used to be mean girls people in school. She used to smoke cigarettes and things like that. She's the one. I don't know about the cigarettes, but I know she was mean to people in school. I know that was okay. the overture that was going around with a lot of people. But she was like a proper bully and stuff. Um, because mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that's in the same face, right? Because <laughs> I, like, really? I don't, I don't, I don't think 
I heard about, but just to myself, like, okay, I know it's going to sound ridiculous, and I know it's unfair to even say this because you know, bullies come in different shapes and sizes. Mm. But I looked at this girl's face, and she's like, sh- she's like four foot nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, who is? I mean, I just feel like you know. Okay. I know. I mean. <laughs> I mean I mean, oh, there were a lot of allegations, and because no, yeah. of them, the show was basically taken off. Well, it, well taken off air because it wasn't allowed yeah. to air. Um, and so they were waiting for I don't know the scandal to, to die, die down. down for the show to come back on, but it just mm. never did. And I, it was it's mm. still on my Vicky like upcoming list because it's there. But they're now going to broadcast their um, in Japan first. Uh, instead of the original plan for it and and for air to air it in KBS, which is and very, I was like, okay, that's uh, that's that's an option, I guess. That's odd. Um, so they're going to air in Japan first, and then probably later is going to then start air in Korea because it has like the guy from NCT in it whose name I've forgotten now because I remember that this was meant to be his big break. So all the NCT seventeen people were like, what the heck? <laughs> You know, it's his big break. How come that, you know, that punishing him when it's her fault? It was a whole thing. So um, I'm I sure to still get something. Shoot. Yeah, I'm sure they'll you get see, this is why people are going to be saying that they should be waiting to record two weeks. They should give themselves two weeks recording schedule so that people don't, you know, pre-record all the shows and then you have an exactly. issue. Exactly, like record it live so that you can right. make your necessary oh, cuts no. like you need to do. But yeah, so DIM will come to our screens at some point, I'm sure, in the next year, hope maybe. Mm. I'm not that pressed to watch it, but I just felt it was, I remember wanting to watch it at first and now I'm like, eh, we'll see. Um, Netflix has done a deal with uh, the Taiwanese or the Taiwan Creative Agency, which is like a gov- the government agency in Taiwan, which is um, involved mm. in content funding and promotion. Um, basically, the deal is to promote um, Taiwanese series, movies, animation, and other original content to the international market. Um, it's basically giving them international exposure, very much the way um, Netflix has done various deals in Japan and also South Korea to basically bring some, you know, to co-produce shows to bring them to international eyes. Um, so I guess we'll be seeing more Taiwanese um, content on Netflix. I know there are a couple now that said I've been really good hits. Like there's one called Light in the, Light in the Night, which is on my recommended, which is this crime series. Um, and then there's also Gold Leaf. Did you say you watched Gold Leaf? Wendy? I don't know. I don't think so. No. <sighs> okay, I thought you said because I saw the name. About? I I don't know. I just saw the name. I was like, I'm sure is it one that Wendy watched? I don't know Taiwanese the name. Shows are, Taiwanese shows are pretty good. Mm, they the thing are. is, sometimes it tends to be a bit. Sometimes it can be too Chinese, and by that I mean it sounds a little bit sentimental with a lot of the content. I don't that's know. Well, no, that's why. No, that's why I said compa- no. Comparatively, mm. Taiwanese shows are generally quite good. Mm. Sometimes, like I said, they can be over sentimental if we're going to be really honest with each other. Yeah, they can be. However, the good thing about China Taiwanese shows is that they are they can be gritty. They have a grittiness to them, which I think balances out some mm. of the content that we're seeing. Mm. So it would be, and also you know, you know how I feel about usurping bullies and totalitarians. So yes, exactly. I well, yeah, I do like um, a lot of Taiwanese um, dramas. In the beginning, I watched a lot more of that than Chinese yeah. dramas. I just felt that they were just the. I remember saying on one podcast that they were like the funky younger brother or the cool young brother of like you know Chinese dramas. I just found them better to watch and it was funnier. And just you uh, call it gold cast? Did you say gold leaf? Gold leaf. Okay, I'm taking notes. Yeah, because, I, I, you know that's me. Yeah, like this. Anyway, there's an upcoming one called Copycat Killer, 
which should be given the Netflix treatment in terms of like, you know, marketing and everything. I read this in the trade, so I'll be looking out for that one. And just the last piece of news that I saw is that um, Taxi Driver. Oh, that's coming to Netflix, by the way, I saw. But there's also going to be a sequel. There's going to be Taxi Driver 2. But Isam is not going to be returning to the drama. Um, Isam uh, basically played the police officer who basically, you know, by the end joined the... Um, yeah, the woman. Yeah, exactly, the woman that ended which, up which joining I wish, the to gang. Be honest, you know that you and I we talked about yeah. Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Such great things could have happened, and then you end up being precisely what I thought it was going to be. Exactly, but she dropped mm-hmm. out. Uh, you know, her her agency was like, you know, they had a thorough, and I like the use of the word thorough, a thorough conversation with the production team, but they actually decided to drop out uh, due to scheduling conflicts. So. Mm-hmm. I found was that it a big hit? I think it was a, it was oh, a, it was. It was a minor hit. Oh no, a, no, it was a big hit. It was a big hit. Oh, mm. okay, cool. That's why you know there's a, there's a, there's a part two. They don't do a lot of part two twos. Part? I know, no, but mm. listen, they did. Didn't they do that one? Voice part one, two, three, and because voice is very popular. Really? Yeah. Like really? Because I what, I said what it's you very was, popular. I was like, God, please stab me in the brain. It's not for now. me. It's not for me. But the voice it never was. <laughs> but okay. I. Some people tend to like that stuff. Okay, do you want to go into the ongoing shows that we're watching at the moment? You can also, Almost you know, completed first since they only did one. Okay, go on. go so, into yeah. your completed. So you finished. You said juvenile justice. So I finished juvenile justice, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to score it until you watch it because um, there's not much I can say because you only watched like one and a half, one and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it stars. I don't remember her name. What's her name? Uh, Kim Heso. Kim Heso. That was Diana, and um, she plays a prosecutor in the Korean um, magistrate court for juvenile um, affairs. And basically, her job is to see lots of young people who have committed heinous crimes and dispense justice with them. Mm-hmm. We are told in the beginning of the show that she hates juvenile um, criminals because she finds yeah. their she finds that they never repent for their of their sins. Mm-hmm. And we are taken through. Um, we're taken through the, again, it's a deep dive into the juvenile system within, sorry, the justice system within that subsector. Mm-hmm. So we learn about the fact that there are like only 20 or how many juvenile justice magistrates in the whole of the country. Mm-hmm. They have to do over, was it 100,000 cases mm-hmm. in a year? And they are not just passing judgment. They are also like doing social work because they are, they are the ones that are responsible for checking up on these children. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, excuse you, that's too much work. But, uh, <laughs> but we were introduced to her. And um, we can obviously tell that she's a different sort of character because, I mean, this woman, they, they, they went for the pale makeup. And by that, I mean bloodless. The woman does not have lipstick. In fact, they make very her... Very stern. Mm. Very stern. And not just stern, but stern, hardworking. Mm. And she looks like, you can imagine that she looks like, she looks exactly like someone who never goes out in the sun. Because, not because, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to keep my skin. It's because she looks as though she works during in, indoors all day and she's a workaholic she's very obsessed sort of character mm. anyway we are taken through her life and we're taken through certain things that occur within her court and consequently we are told more about her story as that goes on i have thoughts but i think you watch when you finish watching it let's talk about it in more detail okay fascinating fascinating as a whole though. okay okay um do since we've watched let me see uh have you got anything apart from actually could you start with your take on crazy love because that's one i am currently well i'll say watching very loosely but yeah do you want to start with your do you, do you start with crazy love because um 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a word that I have used in a lot of the shows that I have dropped. Mm-hmm. And the word is charmless. Mm. It lacks charm. In where certain shows are full of charm, this lacks charm. Now, it does our boy from Perfect World thing, that one that the Sibs didn't like because he said he dressed badly. He dressed um, better than this one. Uh, Kim J. Wook. That's the one. And then it stars Crystal Young, who mm-hmm. I know her name because I'd seen her in a show with her sister and I really like that show. And because of that, I decided to support her career. But she has been hitting a lot of really, really shitty shows. Yeah, recently. I didn't like her last drama either. The I didn't, I didn't, I'm not liking this one either. Police Academy. And I'm not going to watch it because I'm going to... Yes, oh God, that was a crap one. Mm. So this as well, I'm going to drop, to be honest. I've already dropped it because I watched... I think I watched the four episodes that were online because I was like, just push through it, Wendy. I was like, no, that shit is not going through. Um, so basically, so Charmless is about a the good thing about it is about a CEO. Crazy love. A, I love you call it Charmless. That's oh, sorry. <laughs> Crazy love. Sorry. Crazy love. <laughs> it's the back. It's the back of them. Crazy love is about the CEO of these sort of super hog one. Should be they're called hog one, aren't they? Yeah. Like the way if you hear Mo going, oh my god, I can't, I can't allow myself to laugh because she has a headache. So she's no, she's laughing at and you know hitting herself about the head and stuff. Like, how could you? How dare you laugh? Well, you know you have a headache. Anyway, why because we're saying, so yeah. it's like the head of this super uber hog one in Korea, which is a private academy mm. that, and he's known as the best maths teacher in the universe. Yep. Um, and he's uh, obviously as these characters I want to be, particularly this specific character, this specific actor seems to play a lot of these types of character, which I think is too old for by now. Because if you look at his face, his face is even the makeup that's on his face. Is wow. For that shit. Anyway, but that's hey, listen, that's they say for women, so excuse you. We're gonna say the same for a man. If he looks, oh, he, lo- he does look old. He looks older. He looks a made up. He should. They should have looked on for a more natural look. Anyway, so he plays this evil mean CEO who is evil and mean to people. And he has a secretary who is Crystal Young, and he's evil and mean to her. But we know that he has a stalker in the first episode because because gets sent some weird random shit in the mail. And I'm like, excuse me, what? And then he puts in a secret room, and I'm like, what are you, a serial killer stalker? I just yeah, that was really bizarre. Yeah, I, I mean, you got a dead rat, and he puts in it. I'm sorry, you got a dead rat, you throw the shit away. I don't know what you're trying to dissect on that bullshit. Anyway, um, so even beyond, um. Then, um, what happens? Then, then Crystal, um... So, Crystal is getting headaches. Go and, go and get a, go get a Korean MRI. You never know. Because it turns out that she she's dying because she has blood clots in the brain or something like that. Mm-hmm. And after that, she gets, it up, she gets, she gets courage from the tumor to go and attack him in his house. And I think that's how we finished episode episode one, wasn't it? Yeah, where basically. she goes to uh, attack him. Yeah. We're now going to episode two, and it's even more shit. And do, do most of the frustrating thing about episode two is that half of it was a recap of every episode one done from a different person's perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you guys do not have content, stop the show. Okay, just stop the show. We don't need to know because we already watched it um, in episode one. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> wow, you have a strong feeling. Uh, just to uh, just insert as well. With Kim J. Wook's character, the superstar tutor, he gets hit by a car at the end of episode yeah, one, yeah. Um, yeah. which like, he lands into hospital and uh, then gets amnesia. Um, 
Well, you know they already wow. gave it, they already if you read if you read the synopsis wow. of the show, they already gave if they already gave up the secret. Yeah, they gave true. up the secret. True, in true. the beginning of in, in the synopsis of the show. True, true. Um yeah. anyway, yeah. I'm not, is it on platform or is it on streamers or streamers? Well it's it's on Disney Plus but region locked. So okay. it's I watch it off platform. I watched it off platform too. And uh, I just found I mean the only thing I like about it is that I like that tutors are given idol treatments. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, these are people that should be treated as idols. But I, the tone of the show, because I can see that they're going for funny yet dark. Um, and I'm not sure that they're, they're actually achieving that. I mean, I found a lot of it, like the, the exposition in episode one was ridiculous it was there's actually a scene where she walks into the uh the 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 hog one and they they have all the tutors that are the characters in the show and they basically like almost like explain who each person is and that goes on for about 10 minutes 6 minutes and I'm just mm-hmm. like okay this is I, I get it but this is a lot and the and I could, you, could and have, the you scene, could have done that further on in the show yeah you could have done that you could have had it where she's you, each time she walks into the hog when we have a new character sort of pop up exactly and, some imagination and the device wasn't used properly because it was like oh she just walks in and all of a sudden her imagination takes over and then she all the characters introduced then she just snaps out her daydream and goes back upstairs it's it didn't work <laughs> it was very and my disjointed issue when she was doing that shit was that i'm very mm. sorry mm. if your life is so difficult and you have to run up and down do you have time to stand around daydreaming yeah you obviously do have time that's, and if you can stand out daydreaming then then so she give you more work to do you that's why out. it just didn't work and i know that they had the blue screen and they're like shit man we've got some tech let's use it in this scene let's make them massive because to me it was just like a little blatant display of yeah we we had some money thrown at this and we decided to do some like really good effects but i didn't think the effects were that amazing and it was just um it was just a disjointed scene and that how i left episode one was like uh, okay i don't know if i want to do this again for episode two um so yeah it probably could be one i'm i've only watched episode one two and three um Someone I know mm. online was telling me that oh it gets better, but no, I don't it know I watch if four. I it can doesn't get better. Be How many episodes is it meant to be? I've watched all the, all the episodes that are off platform, which is all the episodes that have come out. Yeah, it does not get better. It is charmless. It is a crap show. Please move on with your life. Don't don't even waste your time on this BS. <laughs> I, myself, shout out how I watched it. I oddly enough, I was watching the show, reading the subtitles, and reading a book. That is how bad it was. Please, no, no, don't do that to yourself. That's job. No, no, that's joblessness. <laughs> You need to stop. So, um, <laughs> you need to stop. Um, I'm sorry, Abigila. You are military um, prosecutor Doberman. This uh, is one God. that you kind of teased because you wanted to know how I thought of what I thought about it and everything. And how many episodes have you watched? I have watched two. And okay, because I tapped out after was it two or three? You okay? You and, watched three. Okay, okay. And that represents my score for it. Tell me why. Three over ten. Tell me why. Charm, another charmless, charmless show. Tell me why it's charmless. No. Oh, God. The female lead. Okay. 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 Oh, stop. Stop. Okay. You need to stop getting me excited. Okay. I'm but sorry. Yes. Is it my fault that I'm a wonderful, charming Joboa. Joboa yes. is not selling me this role at all. Should be, she's that female lead, like, right? Yes. Like she was in Tale of the Nine Tailed, Temperature of Love. And I realized, and, and I realized. My strange that. hero. 
But no, I realized something. Yeah. Just some, let me so interrupt you. I realized something. That, yes, Gumio tile shitty crap thing was shitty crap. But I realized that she did not sell me either in that show. No, she did not. Which, which makes me think that, That's I'm wrong. sorry, is this girl the problem? I don't want to say she's the problem. A lot of people like my strange hero. I didn't like it. Um, and what is my strange hero? I don't think I watched it. No, nah, we didn't discuss it at the time. It was one of those shows. Um, but a lot of people like it, but I didn't like it. But yeah, Joboa, please let me see Vemsi for that thing. So let's just give you an overview of what this show is about. Oh, yes, of course. It of is course. about a, a guy who is basically a shiftless little asshole who ends up in the military because he wants to become rich and while he goes into no okay so he's a so, guy who was who goes to you know he in high school we introduced to him as a shiftless person and this, he decides he doesn't want to go to the military and if you only finish middle school in korea you don't get to go into the military if you finish middle school and your gd you don't get to go to the military so he decides to drop out of school do his gd and obviously he has he goes and then studies to become a lawyer now korea being the sort of meritocracy that it is when he goes for jobs, he doesn't get it because he doesn't have an advanced university degree, blah, blah, blah. And what does he do anytime he doesn't get a job? I don't remember. He throws a chair at the interviewer. <laughs> oh, right, that. Okay. Yeah, I was so like, I okay. That's how, that is how out of it I was when I was watching this because I was so, even at that point, I was like, firstly, I was like, you know, you don't have to be a lawyer. There are so many other jobs you can do. But anyway, that's beside the point. So, while he's doing this interview, we meet the nefarious villain who sees the potential of this guy and says, I have a job for you. I want you to go into the military and I'll make you shed loads of money. You make loads of money. Uh, but the guy's like, oh my God, me? I didn't go to university because I wanted to avoid the military because we find out his parents were in the military and they died. And I'm sure there's drama there, which I don't really there's care always, There's always trauma. There's always a trauma. <laughs> anyway, so he's confessed to go into the military and becomes a prosecutor. A military prosecutor mm. and in that his role is not just about catching people who have turned run who deserts the army it's lots of other things obviously that has to do with military police mm. which i thought was going to be really interesting because again i like a good legal drama i like a good deep dive into a particular sector mm. i don't get much of that anyway he goes in the military he starts to make money being a somewhat criminal military policy no, military prosecutor mm -hmm. his name is his name is dob beer man or something like yeah, that i don't Bayman. know that's why he goes to dob man yeah 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 mm. then we're introduced to the real villain of the show who is a this you know snot nose shit of a kid who goes around with the doberman and that one goes around seems to get his kicks off obviously someone has been watching the recent thing that they did with that big bang people get their kicks off you know filming them and I was like, I call it sexual assault, rape, raping, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. raping women with his with people, with his idol them, friends, with his idol mm -hmm. friends, and recording the shit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, during this whole kerfuffle of a bullshit, we're introduced to our main female lead, who she's meant to be. We introduced her as being this smart military person, you know, straight line and everything like that. But she has a secret, and her secret is. During the day, she's a military prosecutor who is sassy and quick. But Bad during nights. the night, she's a red-headed vigilante mm. with her ass-kicking skill. She can kick everybody's ass. Everyone. Jack, Everybody. Jackie Bruce Screw Lee. Jackie Chan. Screw Bruce Lee. Jet Lee. Yeah. Screw Jet Lee. Who, who the heck are you? Everybody. Look at these four foot two, um, whatever, you know, all of what, two pounds per scene. 
doing air kicking the thing, okay. kicking the ass of 20 odd people. Anyway, that's beside the point. So, yeah, so we were introduced to her because one of the girls that these villain does or she, she, she with mm. you know goes to the hospital yeah. this girl comes i'm sure there's a story there as to how they know each other i don't really care and yeah then you know then doberman finds out that there's this person then he meets the super villain and then he finds out that this person is asking people i must know who that person is and all of this took place in the first three episodes and i'm like none of it makes any goddamn sense i know and by the way the super villain which i don't really get the super villain's mother yeah. is a big hoo-ha in the military. military. Mm. And somehow, somehow, I mean, me, I'll fear my mother more than anybody else. So mm. I fear my mother more than police. Because if she became like a big person in the military, she's a strict disciplinarian. Mm. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe she was too busy being in the military. But he seems afraid of her. I've only worked episode one and two, by the way. Yeah, he seems um, afraid of her, yeah. And also yeah. the girl, the red-headed vigilante, it seems as though her father has some relationship so, with the super villain. Yeah, so the the super villain, <laughs> I like what we're calling super villain. The super villain, or the evil chable, uh, is the uh, CEO of a um, the I am defense. And I am defense. Oh, we a defense we've, contractor. They do call defense. Yeah, they have a defense contract. But the the company used to be owned by the girls. The female lead's father, because I am is actually her initials, because her initial name is Imwan, and her father was used basically used her name as the name of his company. But her father was killed, but it seems by the supervillains people, and has it took and um, basically sold the company for scraps, and then basically bought it back, and basically she, it seems to be like a revenge story that she's trying to get her father's name cleared and get the company back, blah blah blah. Um, I thought the first episode was fun. Uh, because it just seemed no sensical, and I was like, okay, I can ride with this. However, I'm not sold on Joboya. I don't think, and she took me out of the whole thing because of when she was doing her stunts. I was just like, okay, this is very, this is a bit sloppy. I, I'm not okay. I don't buy into this character as such. I see what they're trying to do. She's not tomboy, but she's not girly. She's just good at her job. But she's not convincing me that she's good. I'm just kind of like, okay, there's really nothing that into you that I'm really rooting for. But I thought, okay, maybe as the drama unfolds, there'll be a bit more here that I'll be able to, you know, um, there's a bit more teeth to her probably. Um, but I've I watched the second episode and I'm still not sure. I might try the third just to just see because I should give it another chance because I found some of the first episode fun. Uh, but yeah, it's not really riding high on my shows I need to watch right now list, basically. But yeah. Should I tell what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, I watched this thing, the is it, um, zombie lawyer. Oh my Lord. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> and, and what, should I tell what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the first three episodes of zombie lawyers when I thought to myself, that was terrible. Wendy, should you be watching this? That should you was... really be watching this? And because I watched this show to the goddamn end, because Zombie I was hoping lawyer. there was going to be some redemption, I decided that as if anything reminds me of any city show, I need to tap out of it. Like, I need to remove myself very quickly because I only have a precious amount of, of time course, to of give course, to K-drama. So this is what Doberman reminds me of. Again, charm the fuck less. Charm less. Um, okay. Um, when I tried adult training and I dropped yes. out that. I stopped that. Which episode? Because the first episode is shit. But did you watch the second? The, episode, the second episode, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I watched part of the second episode as well. 
I think for me, the issue is I realized as I was watching that I think I'm past the age to give a shit about teenagers trying to find their sexuality. Because everything they're looking to find in themselves, I already found it, uh, number one. And I don't have any children that I'm curious enough about to see what they're going on, what's going on in their life as their teenagers. And there's nothing they're telling me that's new in the way that they're going about discovering their sexuality, discovering their way around the world. I see. So I was like, you know something, it's a really good show for like a... I don't know, 16 to 25 year old. Personally, that's me when I was watching it because I was like, after I was like, okay, so you did that, you did that with you, you're going to do that. Oh, yeah, okay, that's a shame. Bye bye. So, yeah, okay. That was me, uh, I liked the second, the, sh- the second one. I didn't mm. like the first one, didn't relate to it. It's a kid mm. and trying not to masturbate. And I was like, all right, good luck to you on that. But I liked the second and I thought the, the third was interesting, whilst I didn't like how, where the story went. How they treated mm. that character, but okay, mm. interesting. Yeah, so what I else? That. Um, I think that's basically everything that. So what I'm okay. watching. So yeah, I'm watching um Doctor Park Internal Clinic Medicine Clinic. Okay, um, mm. that I've gotten. I've constantly waited, but I've just been very distracted, so I've only watched all the way. But I am Same. liking it. I am liking that too. Um, I haven't finished yeah, I'm it. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I'm watching a Japanese drama called Ministry of Lu- a Mystery of Luna Kari. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically we're introduced to this guy that looks a lot like that. Um, the Doctor Who of our age with the hair, um, Tom Baker. Tom Baker, yes, a character. Literally, he looks like with the afro, with the with the with the coat, with the scarf. It looks. It reminds me a lot of Doctor Who. Mm. And basically, we're introduced to this character, and we introduce him as he's arrested for the murder. Oh, and he's a, sorry, he's a he's a student, you know, at a university. We're introduced to him as he's arrested for the murder of um, somebody who li- who in a park near him. We now find out that he knew the person when they were in school, but supposedly they were not friends. Uh, but you know, he is taken to um, taken to um, to to jail. Uh, sorry, to the police station for questioning. And then we find out that he's a very observant younger man who you know who has particular talents and. Eventually, he f- ends up solving the the case for the police oh. in the in that because it turns out that because of the, all things he observed and who he spoke to, including the police officers that he was speaking to in the station, he was able to reveal the truth of the story. We're introduced in that place as well to um, a female police officer who, as you can imagine, as I always talk about in the show, is oppressed by so by the environment because of the way that mm-hmm. they treat her. Mm-hmm. And then we're introduced to the cocky young police officer who's a new, who's going to be a new father who has like things going on in his life. Then of course the commercial older police officers are also introduced to us. So that is at right now the 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 cast crew, mm-hmm. and it sort of follows him as he's navigating certain circumstances that is that are thrown at him and the way he goes about solving them and it's it's i'm finding it quite interesting i've only watched um two episodes of it oh, okay. but i'm really finding it interesting i'm finding the drama interesting as a whole the storyline the way it's going i'm finding the character interesting the portrayal of the character mm-hmm. is very very funny to me because whatever i see him, i think about tom baker <laughs> but i also realize there's a very japanese person and then i'm also looking at how he's navigating all of these spaces and then when we are now being shown that he has sort of vulnerabilities oh. that comes about based on his um well i don't know how it comes about but there's a there's something that the character says saying so you were you were you were that sort of child who needed to do x y and z to do x y and z and i was like oh okay break the truth okay. you, know, you know jazz jazz claps and things like that oh where are you watching so, this off platform okay so it's called mystery of luna carry and so far mystery i'm really of luna enjoying carry. Okay. yes and it's 10 episodes so i figured i'm already what i'm nearly i'm like 25 percent 
I'm, no, nearly twenty five, okay, like twenty percent through. Okay, so that works. For okay, me, so there, yeah. That's and it's this. I'm enjoying it. Um, what else did I watch? What else did I? What else am I watching? So I think the everything else I'm watching. You're also watching. So I'm watching twenty nine, thirty twenty thirty nine. Business proposal twenty one twenty five is it twenty five twenty one remember one um and pachinko ah pachinko so I know you've not watched pachinko I'm not gonna say much about it but I am I started watching pachinko okay. and I watched the first three episodes of pachinko which mm. is everything that's out at the moment mm. so I'm not gonna say too much about it I think uh, there's been so much publicity around pachinko so I don't think I should everybody pretty much knows who is in it it's Lee Min Ho for if I don't remember anybody else's name for the rest of my goddamn life his name is now stuck in my head because it's been every goddamn word mm-hmm. and it follows the story it follows a gen, a family gen over I think 80 years mm. um, and it looks at um, a lot is it 80 years I think 60 um, you know 8th generation and, I forget I think, I think it's 8th generation generations, years. Yeah. It's a generation and 60 mm. years and it follows their um, their life from um, the nineteen early nineteen tens to nineteen eighty nine, which is where we introduced the latest um, version of that um, of that family. Mm. It follows how it is that uh, a young girl was born into a family, the challenges that she faced um, mm-hmm. living in what was at that time colonized um, Korea by the Japanese how she was able to survive and what the colonization impact of the colonization had on her family uh, herself and the consequent life of and the consequent family she um she brought to the world mm. it stars Lee Min Ho as i said um as one of uh, as a as a as a turnkey character of the show and it has a new um i forget her name now i think i yeah, normally Lee Min Ho i wrote her name here I can't remember where, where it is anyway. Anyway, it's it's a very new actress, Kim Minhee. No, mm. Kim Minho. That's a Kim Minha. Kim Minha. Sorry, I just Kim Minha. Kim Minha. She's a very new actress. I've not really seen her in anything. I went to go and check on Asian uh, Wiki, and I can't find anything on her. She only did one other show. So she's the new actress. She's a new actress who comes in, and she plays a younger character uh, called Sonja. And she's the younger version of Sonja. And we see the older version of Sonja. The older version of Sonja is the woman that was in um, Dear My Friends. Um, mm. The one that won the Oscar for Minari. Yep. And we see the usual you know, cast of character actors. It was when I was watching it. Because mm. um, I didn't read the book, Pachinko. Um, mm. But I did watch it. And as I was watching it, it was as a black person. Mm. Because our whole life, we've dealt with discrimination, we've dealt with racism, we've dealt with, you know, the effects of colonization mm. and slavery on our on our race. It was not a, it was a predictable story. Mm. In the three episodes I watched, I felt, oh, I know the story. I've seen the story a lot. Mm. Like, you know, it's the story every, of, of a lot of, it's, you know, it's minority. story of a lot of people, mm-hmm. minorities who were mm. colonized, who were, you know, all of those things. And it's also a lot of stories that I've seen in lots of different guises in lots of different cultures mm. i think the most interesting part for me, me in this story so far is seeing it from the perspective of a different culture in this case the um the korean yes. japanese relationship okay. mm. and you know the story tells us about how that affected the korean people and the impact even to the japanese culture as well even though that's not really explored as much because the fact was obviously primarily korean okay. tale um but i think um yeah i mean look look, i mean to be honest the hype for the show has been a lot and we know that um apple isn't going to put their money behind their first k drama that they're fully producing they don't want to they don't want to lose her 
So they're going to like spend all the money to get the right book, which had the right hit, and so they can get the right actors who they know will be a hit, and they'll mm. create a story that they know that has enough feels in it to resonate and enough love in it to resonate. So I mean, they if I was, if it was going to be a checklist of. Oh, the right things to oh, do yeah. so they get a hit they got, drama. Yes, they've, they've, yeah. they've, is that... they've, they've got all the raw materials, basically. Exactly. I mean, the character actors are the ones that are really getting me right now, as usual. Mm. But I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like... The cinematography is also very good, but it doesn't feel like, uh, for me, it's not going to be a um, an appointment show. I mean, I'm going to watch it till the end because mm. why not? It's a it's the one from Apple. Everybody's talking about it. It's good for our, for our ratings on the podcast. Mm. But it's not going to be an appointment for me. I'm going to just binge watch it as and when certain times come. But okay. it's not a surprising story or a new mm. story. But I'm, it's going to be a hit. Okay. I'm sure it's going to be. I've, I've read so much about it um, in terms of the publicity and the marketing they're doing. And a lot of people who have read the books, they love the book. So I'm sure it's going to be a good show. And there have been some reviews saying that it's one of the best shows of 2022 20, already. And this oh, is geez. Western oh, media. This is Western oh, media, not That's Korean right. media. Um, so I will check it out when it comes out. Um, just over the it's last out, three shows. Uh, uh, oh, you know, I'll check it out later on this weekend <laughs> when I have some, when my headache has like, you know, subsided and I can watch screens again. Um, yeah, I was about just, I'll just touch on the rest of the shows that we're currently watching. Um, so actually there are two that I'm, I'm really enjoying and two where I'm like, mm. and I think we've kind of spoken about the two that are making us feel a bit, that are a bit crap, not crap, but just challenging a little bit. So there's forecasting love and weather. I am still watching it. Yes. Did you drop it? Hell to the yes. You dropped it. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we talked about this in our last podcast. So forecasting love and weather is the new show from Pat Myung, uh, where she plays a meteorologist, um, who basically has uh, some complications when her love life and her work life collide. Um, it's also meant to be a bit of a slice of life drama as well, focusing on this team. Uh, I'm sorry, is it KMA? Korea, the Korean Meteorological Agency. But so far, um, I'm not loving this drama. We talked about it, as, you know, as I said before, I don't think Park Min Young's character is great. Uh, it, she's meant to be, she's portrayed as just being not a great leader or manager. Um, and everything about her is one giant contradiction. She's um, in the drama. She's said to be this woman who thinks about or lo- thinks about things carefully. Is very careful before she makes so very decisions. Logical, you know, very, very logical, logical, practical, very practical per person. Yet she jumps into this relationship with this younger dude. She says or does things which are just not in the character that she is portrayed as. It's and it's just weird having this. A male character, Song Kang's character, where he's meant to be almost like the magical young dude who can do anything. So anything he says in terms of like in the show that he goes, actually, you know, this decision is the right decision to take, even though he's a, a he's of lower rank. <laughs> you that the lower rank. Young's character. Is he not lower no, rank? He, he, he just thinks they know it all. Sta- yeah, it's not even as talented in terms of the technicalities of, of, it. The, of the job. But he just seems to be like, oh yeah, everything he says is meant to be correct. Which I just take umbrage with because yeah, there's some people, and I agree, rank shouldn't matter. But in terms of expertise, he's not meant to be as talented as Pac Myung's character. 
or even like the guy that is also like her like adjacent like her second in command yet he's always he's always portrayed as like he has the answers to everything which i'm like uh why <laughs> that's just it just seems it takes me out there's, there's a strong co- element of misogyny in there as well the way that pak Mion's character is being talked about and shown and discussed by the male her male contemporaries within the business the way that they're undermining her based on the fact that she had a relationship with another colleague there's this strong element of the way that she's spoken to Mm. by well, at least at least when i remember one of them one of the male characters just pissed me off but then i realized that probably pissed me off because that's real life so you know yeah that's real life um as i've continued watching there has been some stuff to come in to balance it out somewhat um her ex uh fiance gets his comeuppance in a way um so there's the woman that he's not a comeuppance but like he seems to be the the he seems to be the broken link he's showcased that actually he's a bit of an dipshit and they give actually some in, interesting reasons why and the wife that the woman he ends up with is not really just seems to be the wrong place wrong time for her or <laughs> basically um because she's not seen as this she's not portrayed as this oh my god the, the woman who stole um, you know, our, you know, the female leads, um, love interest. So she's the, t- the tainted woman. She's actually kind of fleshed out a bit, which I, which I guess is what's keeping me watching because I'm trying to see if they're going to somehow undo all the bullshit that they did in the first, in the earlier episodes. Um, but I'm still having, uh, I'm still having a hard time watching it because I'm just like, it's first, it's just a frustrating watch. And I'm trying to see what they're going to do in the last... I mean, I think it finishes this weekend. Um, the last two episodes were... The last episode was nothing. Nothing happened. It was There was no progression. It was just one stand... It was standstill for the whole thing. I was actually like, okay, so what's the point of this episode? <laughs> you could just have decreased everything and just made it 14 episodes or... You know, rather than having this full slate because nothing happens in this episode. Um, but I do... I will just, say the pros of the character of the show is that... As usual, when K-drama does the dive into a type of occupation or workplace, I always find it fascinating. Um, have not seen a show about meteorologists before. Um, so the whole d- dive into, you know, what they do, it's somewhat a, not a typical work day, but what they have to deal with, the consequences of their jobs, you know, what they do, what they do. I find all that quite appealing and fascinating to watch. Um, I think some of the way this, it's written as well in terms of the um, the weather elements, this kind of slot into the story as an- analogies. Some of it is well done, while some of it isn't. But I'm, I'm always curious to see, okay, what's the title? Okay, so how are they going to use this as an analogy in the story? Um, but overall, uh, it's, 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 it's quite disappointing. <laughs> For Pac Man Young drama, but it's I I haven't given up hope on it yet, and I'm probably going to watch the finale of it as well. Sorry, uh, just you want to no, say no, something? Just, just something on that. So um, there was one thing I just want to say. Listen, no woman steals any man. Okay, mm. in the same way that no man steals any woman. Everybody's an adult. They open their eyes and use their kurokuro, you know. Oh yeah, but you know how some dramas do, do that thing sometimes because they're like, oh my god. Mm. 
you, we, you love only this, we're team this, not team that. You know, they usually well, do no, that. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm generally mm. always... T- I, I can understand being team, you know, the woman who... The jilted woman. What I'm trying to say is that what I, the narrative, and I, I keep trying to change it, change it in my own head, is when I said, oh, this woman stole this oh, man. Oh, no, like, the, man, well, the man has no agency. Exactly. He was, was in a relationship, to, so... Did he ex- and that's another thing that gets me about that, because my issue is this. If, it's in a, if you're in a relationship, I know it sounds like a horrible thing, but technically, the single person didn't do anything wrong. Should I tell you why? Because they're single. You <laughs> in the relationship are the one that has to watch your wandering parts. It's so it doesn't true. wander, trip and fall into a single. Because you, do you know how much heartache you're giving the single girl who's going around being single? She could have gone and be single with somebody else. Exactly. She now has to go into your useless path and get, you know, get an, uh, hijacked. But anyway, so that's I, just... That I know, but look, I love Pac Young. I look forward to her next drama where she's playing the girlfriend for hire. I think that would be way better. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Then the other one, which is not exactly bringing me joy or sparking joy, is 39. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. Because, because, you know, I called you. Yes, you did. I called you. Yes, you did. And I know the story they're trying to tell. And I'm like, it is not the right story for you to be telling in this way. But you start. So 39, as we said before, is about three women all at the age of 39 who basically are reckoning with their last year before they come 40 and they have certain events that happen to them. Actually, we're going to talk about it because what the hell. So one of the characters... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But if you haven't watched 39, you won't be surprised. (laughs) Just, you know, for the next, I'll say, 10 minutes. Um, Yes, I will actually just... No, actually, let's do a timestamp thing so that, you know, when we stop to... We say, go on, you know, we'll tell you what the timestamp is in the comments Mm -hmm. section so you know how far ahead to jump. That way it's easier. So, um, the three characters in 39, uh, Mijo, played by Son Hye Jin, uh, Chan Young, played by John Mido, and Jo Hee, played by Kim Ji Hyun. So, Cha Young, um, finds out that she has, has a terminal illness and she's going to, unfortunately, she's going to, she's got cancer and, you know, she's going to die and basically refuses to have treatment. Um... And so the story now, <laughs> basically, instead of it being told, in my opinion, from Chan Young's point of view, is then is actually now being told to me from Mijo's point of view because everything seems all roads seems to go to Mijo, even if it's about someone else's illness. That is what my main gripe about this show. Um, as much as I love Sonia Jin, and I do love her, I just I can't really. I don't understand Mijo as a character. She's to me, while she is, she's a ve- she's a good friend. I find her quite selfish, <laughs> um, and I don't get how when your friend is ups- your friend is uh, has a terminal illness, um, how you make that issue about yourself. And that's why so I, I don't stand. That's why I stand with the writing. Me, I just rather have it from Chayang's point of view, or each woman tells her own story. Because I often also find that that um, Johi is often relegated, and I often think, okay, how is she? How does she, what is her impact here in this close this you know trio of friendship? Because I often feel that it's just Mijo and um, Chayang, because oftentimes she's you know she's 
either working or I know that that's not real life. It's true. You know, sometimes friends can get together as much as they do, but there are things that they let, they basically leave her out of or things they don't tell her, which I, I'm of, I, I find odd. And I don't know if it's the whole like, okay, it's the star power of the actresses. So we have to center the story on these two actresses because they're quite big. And Kim, um, Kim, Kim Ji-hyun, who's not as big an actress, doesn't get as many lines or as many, a, bigger, a, a bigger story. And I think that's a shame because I actually kind of, I like Jo Hee because she's seen, well, in the last episode I've, seen, I've watched, She's there as someone that actually has really good insights. Maybe because she's an observer and she doesn't talk much. I don't know. But um, at the moment, I'm not loving the show. Uh, but when, and please, what, sorry, I, I think you wanted to say no, something. No, no, no. Before... So there are a few things you said that I want to touch on. Mm. So firstly, I actually think that Mijo's character was one that was meant to die. Oh, you Honestly. think? I think when it was originally written, I think Major's character was one that was meant to die. They might, they might still surprise the, the big, the big lead actress. Well, we saw the funeral, so unless something else happens. Ah, true. So, um, so unless, so I think true. that, so she's one that's meant to die. So I think they, because they got the big, that big actress who said she wanted to be that character, mm. they're like, oh, we cannot kill her. So we need to give somebody, we need to kill somebody else instead. So they said to um, kill Joey's character. So a few things, totally supporting what she said. For me, from the very beginning, my big gripe, I think I told you, was like, how can I go? How can I, me, myself, go for a medical test with you and another friend of mine? And when the results come out, you do not, nobody tells me, the doctor does not call me in to talk about the results of my illness. They go and call my friend, who then decides to go and tell the whole world before telling me. <laughs> I, she basically no all the important why so she's so she's going around being distressed about her friend dying which is good mm. firstly who the fuck told the doctors go and tell her their information number one number two why are you crying more than the bereaved like literally the person who is dying did not cry as much as you and by the way this pancreatic cancer trope is coming up a lot in all of k dramas i know also in, um, that one that you guys do not like with that uh, pretty girl i know what you're talking about but I've yeah forgotten. yeah i know yeah i know so but anyway mm. so so why why is it that the person literally the person who is dying did not cry mm. as much as mijo's character and i agree with you the story is meant to be the uh, the real story is actually about meant to be about the death of Choi's character and how she's going to Chayang. um the next Chayong's character, sorry. Mm. And she's going to live the next year as the best, you know, terminally ill person. Mm. But the story never really goes into that. I mean, let's look at the the scene where um Yujo's character goes and begs um uh, Choi's um Chayong's you know, like Cha- I can remember my name, but yeah. Chayong's guy, you know, boo, guy no, says bo- he's cheating married boyfriend. Wife. Man married yes. bo- yeah, married boyfriend. Married, yeah. married boyfriend. So yeah. T- about it if it was major that was meant to be dying and that scene happened and she came out and did the begging wouldn't that make a lot more sense yeah exactly or she just one. simply said can you just leave them she's dying rather than the over the top oh i exactly. wearing my socks i'm crying i am bleeding like, and, and they like, think they should think because exactly. she has a panic attack i'm like okay listen lady. exactly I so am. all of that so there's all of that and i agree with you as well the story, um, the other character whose name I keep, yeah, you know the names jo- of people, yeah, but Jo-hi, yeah, Joe, Joe He. So no, not Joe. You're not the one that's dying. The one, the friend that keeps. Joe He's not dying. Guy. It's Joe He. Yeah, Chai Young is one dying. Mm. Okay, yeah, Joe He. So everything that she does, her, her, the way that she looks. I mean, firstly, who the fuck throws away um, a lottery, lottery ticket tickets of seven million one? Who the fuck 
closer because I want to give you my luck. Fuck that shit. I'm going to take that one and we're going to go shopping. I'm going to take that one and we're going to go on a trip. What the fuck? Anyway. Anyway. Because anyway. the woman is dying. It's called a terminal illness for a reason. You throw in the world that money doesn't help you. And what about your family? And you want to go and, go and quit your goddamn job as well. And you still don't have any goddamn money. You have seven million. I know. Quit your job That's why I was. I was uh, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, moving away from that rant. <laughs> um, so, there's all of that. The male characters in the show are interesting but problematic i like the fact that the male characters are very much relegated to second lead in mm-hmm. the show which i think is good, good because it is yeah. very much about the story about the women yes i agree but every single one of these guys are probably well except for mijo's guy who just seems to be wet he's wet, wet but he's a dum-dum because i don't yes. understand how he's meant to be this open guy who thinks about things and wants to solve problems that he, he can't just simply tell her that i can't meet your family because I have issues because, with my dad. Exactly. But hey, listen, the guy got his dick wet on first, first episode, so well done to him. But anyway, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, that whole, the male characters, and I'm still very curious as to, okay, so you met the guy first, but then something happened, and you were still together, but he managed to go to America and go and impregnate on that woman and then come back and marry her. What the heck? Like, that is a story I am want to know what happened in. I don't need you dragging me through Mijo's, Mijo's um, emotional maelstrom about only God knows what, because she is not the center of the story. Nope. She isn't. And that is why I said Mijo was meant to die. If you look at that story, like really honestly look mm. at that story, the way it's been laid out, it makes better sense if Mijo's character was one that was meant to die, and then she finds out about it, yep. and then in doing that and trying to be the happiest person, um, you know, terminal heel person, yep. to, uh, the girl who is now dying, who's not yeah, Chayang. Chayang is the one who's trying to find her mother for her before yes. she dies, and she's also trying to, you know, and then you have our other friend, the one that Joe he, her job, yeah. Joe he, who is now, you know, who now gets a revelation mm-hmm. on the back of Mijo's character dying, and then it now makes sense that Mijo is now trying to save her friend from a bad relationship before she dies because that's her way of giving back and she's going to go and find her mother. So all of that makes sense if Mijo is dying, if they are centering the story on Mijo. But they're However, not. they're not centering the story. They're not, that's not the case. So I'm having to listen to somebody who is an observer take over a story that is not hers. I even think it would be better if Johi was the main narrator on this exactly least, because, because least, it's, like it's third like, party looking in exactly. and it makes sense her role in that in that trifecta of friendship makes sense right now you're right they keep cutting her out of things they keep leaving her out of things and yeah she has to work but i'm very sorry that's why you have a freaking mobile phone she's always the last to know she's always the one that's left out and i think that's unfair you can't take away a three-way relationship yes there's no it's no, never going to be Equal, there's not going to be a 33% across the board. Of course. But, but it is going to be, that there should be that sense that that third party is as valuable to the friendship group that's as it. the other parties. And that currently she it. doesn't seem valuable. She seems almost like a tack on. And she's not treated very well, I don't think. I don't think she is treated well at all. I, I don't because so, I, no. I do think not okay, for a twenty year friendship. No, exactly. Friendship. That's why I was like, it's, this is twenty years that you guys are homies. Mm. How come I don't feel it? I do say one thing: the drama does do well. Is I do love the relationship with the sisters, um, Mijo and her sister. Mm. I love the relationship with Mijo and her family, her parents. As in, that's all done. No, I like the relationship of each of the characters uh, and with their, their family. families. And Those even, are really good. Yeah, and even sometimes I love the handbags. I love the goddamn the handbags, handbags. are brilliant. But the 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 OTTness of it all sometimes rubs me the wrong way. And sorry, there's something that I remembered. Um, 
this the sprinkling of all this Mac Jan shit, like birth secrets. I'm just like, well, I, I, I really maybe because I thought Death Nine was going to be a fun drama and- with three women in the th- you know having like a year of fun before they turn forty or something. I didn't expect this. Which is hang wrangling, you know, kind of like shit. Someone's dying. This is just depressing, and Dubai, people having emotional affairs. It's just no, but Dubai. Even if if that was like, even if let's even let's even say there was the hand wringing and everything, and it wasn't what we thought it should be. Could I be better, better, still could be done better. Exactly. I honestly believe, still believe that if that story was shifted mm. and the narrative was oh, yeah. shifted, it would make a big difference. Yeah. All of that sort of makes better sense. Mm. Even with the birth secret and everything makes better sense if the narrative is shifted from who it's shifted to mm. yeah, I for agree. the story. And yes, I mean, it is 39 is a very difficult age for many reasons because everybody keeps telling you about, you know, turning 40 and the impact of having 40 in your life. It does affect friendship. It does affect your life. It does tell you to yeah, go to get yourself checked out of the hospital because shit could be happening in your body. But I think what lets the story down, what truly lets the story down is when the acting. It's the way the script, I honestly think, was changed yeah. from what it originally was meant to be. I can imagine the person who plays Mijo saying that, no, I want to become Mijo. And suddenly, the, because of all the issues around the ocean, getting married soon and all those things, we're saying we cannot kill off this character. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. need to shift the story yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, I and can I can see that decision being made. And that was a bad decision. If that decision was made, whoever made the decision made a very bad decision because you undermine what could have been a really good story and i really wanted to watch it because i just thought it was going to be fun yes it was, going to, it was going to be a bunch of yes there was going to be there were going to be issues we're going to go through drama yes they could even be having an emotional affair but it was it's almost like you know those snippets that they have between the shows in the first couple of episodes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is what i kind of expected mm-hmm. throughout the show but no <laughs> because that's exactly. not what we got and it's a shame it's a i shame. mean i know Kay Netson's, because I was reading an article about saying Kay Netson's hates the emotional affair. They hate, like, the whole the tragic backstory, but they love Sung Hye Jin. So mm-hmm. I think you're right on the money. I think they just wouldn't... I think it would have been a more interesting story if Sung Hye Jin's character did die, but maybe that's not what they felt the public wanted. But then I think they could have just been brave and just done it anyway. But there yeah. you go. That's 39, which I'm not well, loving. There's too much money there. There's too much money on the table, I think, for them to have done that. Exactly. Either. There's too much money. And then on to the two good shows that I'm loving at the moment. Um, so one is um, 25, 21. We hold our hands up. We're wrong. I watched half an wrong. episode and I ran my mouth from the podcast and I said, eh, I watched I'm not one sure. episode. I and ran one trips and ran my mouth. I agree. I, I was like, I don't know if I will finish the half episode. And then I said, it was there on my continue watching. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it because I loved it. And I said, I think I said this when I um, first talked about the show was that I was like, oh, Kim Terry is really good in this. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, but I'm not sold on the show. And when I completed the episode, I just watched, I think the next five in succession. Cause I was like, this is so good. Kim Terry is so good in this. Um, twenty five, twenty one is a, a drama about um a girl called what's her name in it? Oh God, um Nahido. Kim Har- Harry. No, her name in it. Na- Nahido. Yeah, is it Nahido? Oh, no, is this Nahido? Yeah, yeah, Nahido. Uh, and she's a fencer, 
and um, oh, that's, I was watching the other show. Is the other show I remember that's called Harry? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Harry's um, oh, Harry's business business proposal. proposal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's a fencer who um, is in high school, um, and she uh, the show follows her how she basically becomes a uh, she becomes an amateur fencer to becoming an Olympian. It seems, um, but also talks about also shows like. Uh, is the slice of life with her and her friends and it's also kind of a look back drama one of these look back dramas that korean people love because it's looking back between the years of 1997 to it seems uh 2002 it looks like it might be um and it's, it's basically just towards the turn of the millennium yeah turn of the millennium and um and during the IFA, imf crisis in yeah Korea. from yeah that's why it's from 1997 to, to 2002 world, and it stars kim terry who is you know to me i always class her in the same category as lee kwan su as uh, someone I see more in movies than in TV shows. Um, but she was in The Handmaiden. Um, but the TV shows that she's done that I'm sure more people watch is Mr. Sunshine. Um, and she's so good in this. Uh, last time I saw her was in Space, uh, what's it called? Space Thingy with... Um, sweepers. Space Sweepers, where she was playing a sort of like um, pirate captain. Um, but she's a revelation in this. And Nam Jo Hyuk as well. Nam Jo Hyuk, I had... A lot of a little reticence in watching him because I really didn't like his last drama startup. I really hated his character in that. But this drama has kind of made me fall back in love again with him because I loved him in um, weightlifting fairy book two. I based that was the show that made me fall in love with him. I just thought he was so good in that, and that's the show that made me watch everything else that he's done. And he's actually brought me back to the Kim Book two levels of adoration I had for him. Because he's just, the character he plays in this, he's just, he's just, I, I can't actually think of any other actor in his range that I actually would want for this character. He's just doing it so well, just so well. But I just love everything about it. I think they have chemistry. I like the story. The look into fencing, once again, when the Korean drama centers on something and they kind of educate you <laughs> on the thing. I mean, I watched fencing. I mean, my my older brother and I love watching the Summer Olympics every time it's on. And yeah, those are the times when we watch the odd sports, um, you know, sports like fencing or, um, oh God, the one with the, uh, the one on ice with the broomsticks, which I've forgotten the name Curling. Now. Curling. Um, and there was a year, uh, the Rio Olympics, that we got into fencing. And just because we just thought it was so technically done, the way they did it, it was just so... Like if Apple was doing a an event it would be fencing it just was clean and there's a lot of tech on display and i just thought wow it's come a long way from when i used to watch it when i was a kid um so that was like my the that's my only time when i get in contact with fencing (laughs) so watching a show about a fencer and what goes into in it and the sports and what the sport comprises of and everything has was fascinating as shit and i just enjoy the characters and you know the story and just like the little obviously the nostalgia thing about you know the early the 90s and the music that were, were, you know was you know was uh, around then and the toys we used to play then and the books we used to read then it's just it's just really for me at the moment it's a nice blanket <laughs> because it's i there're not a lot of things at the moment i'm watching where it just brings me pure joy and this show actually does. It just, 
I know it makes me feel very happy, even when I think about it. I just really love it, and I cannot wait for this week, this weekend's episodes. I don't know how you feel, Wendy. I just love it. So I I agree. I mean, like I said, there were two shows that I have the word charming next to them, and this is one of them. I think like you. Charmless. Well, I actually finished watching all of episode one the, for the first show, and it really wasn't that keen. But then he sent me a message as to watch it. I was like, let me watch episode two, and I'm not gonna lie. Once I got into episode two, I think once they got through that weird introduction that I felt was happening in episode one, mm. it really got into its own. Now, just for a reference, for those of you who don't know about sports and you hear fencing, it doesn't mean when you steal something and then pass to a fence, who then sells it on somebody else. It's an act. I didn't even know that. To do it. I didn't even know oh, that. No, it, is, it, it is a thing. Yeah, I, I know about fencing. It's all the books I read and all the shows I watch. So it's basically a, a, a game that, uh, sorry, a sport that involves using um, um, swords, but not broad swords. They're mm. more like um, I forget what sort of swords they are, but they're, they're the name. Yeah, one. yeah. This particular one, I've got what it is. I remembered it before. Um, that they used to you know poke each other basically and try and win points. Um, so yes, it does follow a very specific period. I think in Korean history, because Rapiers. I think a lot of people. Yes, rapiers. That's the word. So and yes, it's rapiers. So R A I P E R S, mm-hmm. not Rape. one that what it sounds like. No, exactly. not not like what it sounds like now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, so it just for a very specific point, I think, in Korean history, which was interesting because we're 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 shown the impact it has on students and the life of students and the choices that they have to make, mm. and we see that not just in um, what's the name of that girl again? Um, Nihido. Nahido. Mm. We don't just see it. We don't see it in Nahido's character. We also see it in the male male his character, yes. and also her friends, mm-hmm. the life of her friends. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting. It was also interesting. It was that you know, it seems that during that time, if you were into sports, you were not, you didn't need to study. You I were know. Allowed to be <laughs> you literally were allowed. To, you, were, you talk about being passed through the the. You were allowed to be mm. a dumb dumb if you did not. If but now, I think even as a sports person, you also need to get some sort of accolade under your belt. Ab- yeah. Educational accolade under your belt. Mm. I think for the main male lead, whose name I've forgotten, he Nam was Jae-Hook. also yeah. Nam Jae Hyuk. You see, it was it was very very interesting watching him because yes, you know we watched that weird nurse show that he was in. Yeah, Nurse shit. Files. Watch Startup, which I don't have. A, I don't have as virulent feelings about as you do. It's all right. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. But I you know yeah. But it was really it was a revelation to see him here because I can't see the maturity of I can see his maturity as an actor from weightlifting theory number one. I can see the maturity of his um comedic timing. And interestingly, there was, there's a part that I know that it's him just hamming it up. Because there are parts when he puts his hand on his foot and he's like, oh, I know, oh my God, yes. shock her. That is, you can totally see him. You can just imagine him on set saying, ha ha, look at me hamming that up. Because it looks as though he's getting more and more comfortable, interesting enough, in the role itself. Which I think, um, which I think works for the character and I think works for, sure. for the story that is being told. Sure. Um, I think the relationships that they have, the friendship group relationship, oh. the development of it is very beautiful. Gorgeous. I do think there are certain extremes that, you know, do tend to happen in this sort of show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very the extreme of you know very idealistic. The extreme, yeah. oh, I hate you, and the extreme, I don't hate you. Mm. And of course, we also introduced to um, Nahido in the future because it's a story of actually her daughter mm. looking back, looking at the story of her mother through the series of journals that she mm. finds of her mother's when she was born. They were about the same age, mm. and um, it it gives a, a very warm take on the intergenerational relationship mm. between her grandmother her mother and her mother that's the the child who's oh that. yeah it, it, and also the relationship between Nahido and her mother and is one well. that's very mm-hmm. fraught um and the last i watched the last i think the last one that just got out and it was it was it was 
the relationship was very telling in certain things that happened in that episode. Mm. But it was also telling about just general mother daughter relationship about how you cannot be friends for more than five minutes at a time, basically. I know. <laughs> so, so that was that was a lot of fun. So I I do for me it is appointment TV. It is a show that I am going to, and I when it comes and I'm like, oh my god, I need to watch just little I know. So I can be the right right mental space so I can watch it so it can calm my soul. So really truly enjoying that. I um. I am curious to see how it's going to end. I would, I know oh. how I would like it to end. I know how I would like it to end. But someone might decide to throw a wrench in my plan. Same. I need to throw a wrench in my plan. Then I will hate the show. No, I'm sorry. I watched it the episode great... on Sunday. No, on Monday night. And I actually said, I actually stopped. And I was like, if these fuckers end, end this, like, and I said, well, I, I think you know what we're thinking. I was like, I will go down to Korea and I will burn down Netflix Korea. Like that. Yes, that's a promise. (laughs) Okay, so please don't let her into South Korea because then we're going to end up in jail. And I love you, but I don't do jail in. Oh, actually, jail in Korea is probably the best jail you could be in. Probably in South Korea. But seriously. It's, oh, I'd yes, be so very pissed if this did the landing. Be, so if they do not end this in the way I want it to end, if they decide to be experimental with my emotions, if they do a fucking if if they do that, I will not forgive them. If they do I it, will not go to Korea and burn down Netflix Korea. I will. I will find worry, the will. DP and the writer, and I should give them a Mac Junk slap. No. They shall be slapped with kimchi. I. You okay, you do that, then I'll burn down yes. the I'll burn both down to end up in Korean jails, which you know Texas is probably the best place to be it's based fine. on TV shows, but reality is probably different than Don't that. worry, I've got a friend anyway. there now. She'll help us out. Oh, we build okay, money. That's all right. So so oh that's all right, then we're good with that. So yeah, so it needs to end the way it needs to end. Otherwise, oh. we are going. We are going to South. We don't have the money for South Korea. There's a cop pandemic out there, but we will be dead. Wendy, suddenly you just you just see us. Wendy, you have to do what you did before in terms mm-hmm. of like, if it ends horribly, and you know I have not watched it. You need to tell me. You need to tell me like what you did with Dodo Fat. You need to tell. You need to go. Japan. <laughs> Have you watched the last episode? And I'll probably say, "Oh no, I'm waiting. I'm go watch it later." Like, and I'll be like, "Just go tell watch me." It. And they call me when Just, you have watched it. You need to tell me. I have. So I can well, prepare I have myself. Opinions because yeah, I am ready to kill someone. <laughs> if it, is a, it is. Oh, it is no, such I... a beautifully charming. It's so good. Well told story. So good. It is, as I've said, there except there are parts where it's a bit overblown, but, but it's un- sometimes you need that. Yes, it's understandable it's in the well. context of what it is that we're mm. watching. And mm. I think each episode, unlike a lot of shows, actually has something interesting that it's telling you about the sport, about the relationship. Yep. And the characters are very well formed within each part of this. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's see how it ends. And um, But so far, definitely, definitely on my watch list. Same. And then the second one is, that we're both enjoying. Uh, the second one we're both enjoying is a business proposal. Um, I... I had so much trepidation about this drama. And I think I saw Wendy this as well. Um, a Business Proposal is my favorite webtoon. Is my favorite webtoon. I was, when I was reading this webtoon, my little brother was in the next room and would hear me laughing at one o'clock in the morning. So much so that he will come in to say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's making you laugh? It's such a, it's like a very tropey story. Um, it's about a CEO who's basically um, told by his grandfather, who's the chairman, that he needed to, be, he needed to get a wife. Um, so he goes on this series of blind dates and then he decided to take matters into his own hands and basically just married the very first woman 
um, that came on this blind date so that he could get his grandfather off his back. So obviously it's about, you know, and it, it basically like a, not friends enemies to lovers, to lovers, enemies to lovers, enemies to lovers yeah, and, um, you know, power than billionaire to, you know, normal person, person kind relationship. Of yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. And I loved it because not only did I like but the main did, character. But you didn't, you didn't go, you didn't finish, you didn't finish because he, he makes a decision to go on all of this blind dates and mind the next person that he goes on a blind date no, with. I said. How, however. Yeah, however. However. Oh, but that's the, the next good blind part. Date, that's the good yeah, part but, but yeah, yeah, but however, the, okay, however, the next blind date he goes on mm-hmm. turns out interesting, and this is where you meet the male. And so it's where you meet the okay, true male female lead. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, the reason why I really liked the web team was that not did I like the, the main character, I loved the secondary character as well. In fact, I think I like the secondary character more than the main character in the, the webtoon. Female, the, yeah. the secondary female character. Secondary female and, character. So okay. the main the female character had a best friend and best friend basically falls in love with um the main character's uh I'll say the Chibble's brother. The Chibble's best friend. Yeah. The Chibble's best friend. The Chibble's well, yeah. best friend. And I also then love the characters the relationship between the characters themselves. So the depiction of female friendship in this webtoon is so good. In the sense of that when I started watching the drama, I was like, oh my god, this actress is going to be are they going to be able to portray this friendship because of they were really close in the in the um in the webtoon. Um so much so that there's like a vignette of whenever the female main female character trying to make a decision. You know, everyone has the angel and the devil. Um, and she ha- always had the angel, the devil, and her, her best friend <laughs> is one of them. So anytime they make a decision, her angel and devil like, right, get blah, blah, blah. We need to, <laughs> we need this, we need to get um, thingy, Harry to make the right decision here. That was basically how close their friendship was depicted in this um, webtoon. So I would do a little thing. So when I heard there was going to be uh, a drama, I was like, oh shit. I think we could bring out the spirit of the webtoon because the webtoon is hilarious. They had the little vignettes and everything. And I was like, how are they going to portray that? Is it going to be good? I don't know. And then I watched the first episode and I was like, yeah, they got this. They, uh, they got this. This is going to be good. And it has been brilliant. I think that the webtoon is basically a giant play box where there are so many tools they could play with. And I think that's what they've done in the adaptation. They've drawn out a lot of things, like especially the grandpa's love of dramas, because that's evidence in the webtoon. And I love how they've drawn that out in the drama. They've even made like an ongoing drama, <laughs> an ongoing back jag um, that he watches. They've made that like a, a, you know, a reoccurring theme within, within the drama itself. And they just play to all the tropes. They know that it's a trope, but they're just playing with everything down to the, you know, to the kimchi slaps and the, you know, the um, chicken leg slap. Chicken leg slaps. <laughs> the, um, you know, our beloved mother, where the mother obviously thinks that, you know, the, whoever the son is marrying is not good enough. It's, this it's, is the mank junk that's inside the show. Not the show inside itself. The show, but the show itself is tropey itself. But mm-hmm. oh, it's yes, a good tropey. Trope. The only thing I had, uh, I was like, ugh, really? With was the fact that they gave the male lead this whole fucking trauma thing um th- it doesn't he th- the character doesn't have that in the webtoon and i was just happy that he was just a guy that was basically in love with this girl and there was no issues there was no one trying to take over the company blah blah, blah. it was just straight but in the in the drama they've given him trauma something has happened with his parents or, or something i don't know i'm sure that will be revealed later on but um that's like my only thing i'm going eh. but they're making it work i guess um, and also, 
I'm not 100% there with the acting of the male lead, Hyun Sup. Uh, I like him. I really liked him in My Father is Drained. Really liked him in 30 by 17. Probably one of the reasons what 30 by 17, apart from the main actress in that. But I, he's not quite hitting it for me. Um, but he's good. But there's some times when I'm like, uh, okay, could be better. But eh, he's still good though. He's all right. He's all right. But that's the only, the only two issues I have with the show. Everything else to me is tick, 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 tick. Absolutely mm. love it. Okay. Yeah. So I think for my side, it kind of makes it. I mean, not necessarily that's a trauma, but they just need to explain as to why. I don't know. I didn't watch the webtoon, so I'm not quite sure yeah. how that works. I'm, I'm sure it's to be reversed. But there has to be some sort of reason why it is that the main male lead is being raised by his grandfather. Mm. So I don't know if that was explained in the webtoon. That, yeah. But, just his but parents. I that, so if, but, okay. So, mm. I mean, yeah, the trauma is meant to be sort of add that emotional element to him because mm. we do know he has a lot of weird ticks and things that he does. So the mm. idea is that okay, maybe that's meant to explain some of that away. Like you, I fully buy into the fact that yes, I really, I'm enjoying the depiction of the female friendship. I'm enjoying the depiction even of the male friendship to some degree. Um, I do think that um, the way that the character evolution is being done, I love the Mac Jag in the show. Mm-hmm. That is, I just think it's been done because you know when, when you see with the mother come with the kimchi slap and then she goes to Shuman, just does the chicken slap and yeah. like she even hits her with the chicken. <laughs> and I like the bits where they're talking about product placement. I was like, why? Is she, why is he so rich and buying a shitty, I know. Um, a shitty jumper? And like, well, yeah, well, you know, because you know it's product placement it's and shit like that. So it was, it was really, really, really a joy to watch all of those sort of things. I find that I agree with you regarding the main male lead. I think he is the weakest link. I think he doesn't, he's the less charming part of the mm. show. Because for me, there's a frustration as to, he doesn't really step into that dapper role, that suave role yeah. that goes with the fact that I am brilliant and all of those sort of things. I don't buy it. He's a bit, he seems a bit somewhat hesitant. Yeah, he's not fully committed. Though, I don't know. Exactly. So he's not, he's not just as though he's fully committed to that. I also have, I had a bit of an issue as well with the way that the main male leader and his best friend are. Their relationship is, yes, meant to be close, but it's stilted. It seems very stilted somehow. It's, it's, and I'm not sure. If it's I the think actor. it's got to be revealed. I don't know. I don't I know. Think it's the actor, or you th- so something happened in the webtoon that yeah sort of explains that it. Oh no! Oh no! Explain. We know the. Re- I I know like, the relationship I between. I know how the relationship mm. with him and his um and his this best friend came about mm. because that way that's alluded to like in the couple mm. of episodes into the main show. But because of course, was part of it was in the first episode when I was cleaning this. Yeah, you can so like, see what the heck is going on. Yeah. But then later on, it sort of explained. I think a couple of episodes down when the main lead goes to go and pick him up. Mm. So we get that. Sorry, the um the um his best friend goes to go and pick him up. Yeah. So there's an explanation there. But there's a stilt. There's a stilt in that relationship. Which okay, maybe hopefully they will explain further on. And I was ne- very nearly pissed off with how long they took to for him to discover who she was. Because I'm like, I know you are saying she's wearing makeup, but that makeup is not that heavy. Okay, that hairstyle is not that heavy. There is not that much. I mean, this girl did not go from black to white. She's basically, I'm looking at her like, that face did not change. Even if she was sculpting, there's a limit to the amount of sculpting she could have done on that makeup. So, for me, it very nearly pissed me off. And then, they did a reveal. Yes, was, yes, I know. I it's know. good you made that reveal now, otherwise I would have had to be getting you know, pissed off with you. <laughs> Um, there's, uh, the, the, one of the things that I'm looking at as I'm, the thing that's really, really irritating me. And again, this is because of the closeness to reality is that goddamn chef and his <laughs> oh! goddamn girlfriend. I know, I know you hate that because when he hates, 
Money doesn't think that a man and a woman can be friends. No, 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 no. I don't. Well, firstly, it turns out that they can't be friends, can't, doesn't it? Because of everything I went on the goddamn show. But what pissed me off is not about the male and female being friend bit. What pissed me off is this asshole who kept her on ice. I know until something until until he sees until somebody else guy finds her attractive. Finds attractive. He has the he has the, the, the audacity to do that to send her on a concert and embarrass her, embarrassing her. And then has the dick. audacity to now be saying that bullshit. And I'm like, bitch, please. And then his random ass girlfriend. I'm like, madam, hold your man in check. So that pisses me off. Regarding my love friendship, just in case anybody um, is listening. Yes. When I was young, I believed in that narrative that men and women could be friends. I lied to myself. However, as I've now seen in reality as grown up, no. No, they cannot be friends. They cannot be friends because even if they are friends and they don't knock together and get together in the beginning, when you die, they will get together. When you are not around, they will get together. The possibility that they're never going to get in a relationship is not possible. Even, they will, even if they are friends now, they probably slept together in the past and decided to be friends. Men and women cannot be friends. Listen, if I meet you in real life, any man out there, whoever decides to date me because of all of the bullshit, I meet you and you tell me you have a female friend. The first question I'm going to ask <laughs> is, how, no, no, I'm going to ask is, can you break up your friendship? Because I don't get involved in that. Yeah, she's like, hey, yeah, we'll be friends. But I say, okay, you know something? Why don't you date her? You and I will be friends. And let us see how she likes it. Let me and you be friends. And let us see how this, your female friend likes me in that mix as your friend then you tell me that you guys nothing going on between both of you so either break up with a friend or you broke up with me i'm sorry i am not i don't i don't i don't play that way i don't play that ish oh my but, god that's a different that's a totally different that, story yeah, altogether. Started, but, but yeah so that is it those yeah. are all the shows we watch. The and i shows. say we yeah for the fact that we only watch like a limited number of shows we took up all the airspace because of the good ones are good and the middle of yes, the and, and the, the crappy ones, ones are, are bad basically but yeah i yeah. i say the new episodes of uh, Business Proposal to work this afternoon, hopefully to help mm. with my headache, and then I could start start with Pachinko. But this was fun. It was, was fun, fun. and, uh, and um, as usual, it's been a lot of it's been a pleasure sort of catching up with you here. Follow us on our social media. We're on Instagram and what is it on Instagram? Here, Popgram at Popgram Podcast. Tell us what you have, what your thoughts on any of the shows. Are you loving Business Proposal as well? Yeah, thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Are we got it wrong on forecasting love and weather? Yeah, no, we did not get that wrong. Everybody that comes out saying got that wrong is not watching. So. I mean, I would like to hear people's thoughts on thirty nine because, like I said, um, do you think that the character that they changed the they changed the story because of the popular actress that took on the role of Mijo? I'd really like to hear people's thoughts on it because I honestly mm-hmm. think that that is the case. And yeah, so it would be good to hear your thoughts. And anybody, nobody come back to me and tell me that Duboman is good, okay? And that's stupid. <laughs> nobody come back to me on that one either because that's just shit. I'm not. I'm not watching that crap anymore. And crazy love. Crystal Young, you could have done better. <laughs> okay. Just saying, just throwing that out there. Oh yeah, and Pachinko, yeah, we know it's going to be popular. And, yeah, so do that. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> that note. Thank you very much. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Mo. Thank, Thank you, you everybody so for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, Kanda. Bye bye.